Thank you for tuning in to the Rose Metal Podcast, hosted by Emily Rose. In this podcast, we talk about the transition out of sports and any struggles athletes may have faced during sports or afterwards. Rose Metal's mission is to provide resources and support for current and former athletes. We have two types of shows. We have interviews where we talk to athletes about their experiences, and we also do shows on current events or topics that relate to the mission. Welcome to the Rose Metal Podcast. I'm Emily Rose, and I'm here with Rye Bay. Rye Bay. <laughs> We're here to talk about respecting officials. So um, we just want to talk about how important it is, because in every game, um, when there's usually like a matchup between, you would think, two opponents, there's actually a third aspect to it. So any official ump, rep, uh, ref, um, anything that has to do with the neutral person making the calls is important to respect them. And we're just going to talk about that a little bit. So the first thing I want to say is that umpires start out at like a low level and Mm -hmm. they work with their way, their way up. So if they make it to the collegiate level, that means that they have years under their belt of one, they enjoy it. And two, they're good enough to make it up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think for me, when it comes to, you know, umpires, like you got to remember that they are also human beings and they're not a robot. And especially for our game, you know, it's not always going to be perfect and you got to understand that. And it might take you a little bit to understand that, but like, they're going to make mistakes like our game. And that's just a fact for our game. Like they are not going to be perfect whatsoever. The only, like the thing that I guess bothers me the most when it comes to umpires is if there's inconsistency. Yeah. That is the one thing that absolutely drives me insane is if, you know, you call one ball a strike and then the next ball's in the same spot and you call it a ball, like Jesus, like, how am I supposed to, you know, protect with two strikes? Or if I'm in a 3-2 count and I see that and I'm like, well, he called that a ball the first time, but then he rings yeah. me up and you're just like, what the hell, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just know that like the only, it is very important to respect umpires and you can definitely tell them anything that you would really tell like your players is be better, like be consistent <laughs> and be better. And yeah. it's okay. It's okay to say things like that as long as it doesn't become disrespectful. If you're screaming that over and over and over again, then yeah, your umpire is going to be or ref uh, or whoever is going to be really annoyed by that and possibly kick you out. So they do have that power to kick you out at least for you know a game. Um, mm-hmm. It could be even longer, which that's how they prevent any type of harassment. But also, um, it's it's just important just to respect them. Yeah. uh, It's, and like, it's harder than you think it is. Like I know I like, and some like scrimmages and stuff just as like, you know, a coach, like I have to call balls and strikes and it's, it's really hard for me to like, you know, not be so hesitant and be assertive with my call and all that kind of stuff. Like it's, it's so much harder than what you really think it is, especially I don't, I don't know about like in the field as much, but definitely behind the plate, you're just like, 
okay, how high was, and then like you have hitters that are like different heights and you know, you're just like, holy, the strike change changes by person. And so it's a lot harder than, you know, what you would think it would be. So definitely give the guys in blue some, some uh, grace. Yeah. And when my, when my athletes come up to me and tell me like, Oh, we could have won, but the umpire made this one really bad call. I always tell them, no, mm-hmm. it is not on the umpire. You need to be better because the umpires are going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is different if they're inconsistent, but I would just say like, you're at like 99% of the time you as the player just need to be better because you can't you can't just rely it on the on the umpire or the ref or the official because most of the time you can figure out what their tendencies are um if i were to give advice to any umpire that's you know maybe starting out or they're getting like some bad feedback or something is choose what your like favorite thing is about the strike zone or like choose what your what it is about you and stick with it and make it con- consistent because there's nothing worse than throwing two balls in a row and one of them's a strike and one's a ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, especially against uh, facing you because you would definitely get a little bit more than that river call and it would be impossible. At that point. <laughs> so it's like, like Jesus, take the wheel. You know, I, I, I knew these umpires so I knew what they liked. I knew that there was there was one that was in the rotation that really liked it just slightly low. And I definitely took advantage of that. So <laughs> definitely have to use what you know. Um, but sometimes there is a home field advantage. But based off of what I'm reading online is that the umpires don't do that on purpose. Um, like sometimes you'll hear about a football game and it went into overtime, double overtime and -and so-and-so won because ref made a really bad call and that's going to happen. Um, just my advice for athletes is to avoid that kind of situation. Just be so much greater and better than your opponent that you don't have to have it rely on the, on the ref because they're going to have to live with that too. Yeah. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's kind of a, a maturity thing, I think. It's definitely for athletes and, you know, putting the blame on umpires. And, like, I mean, I'm definitely at fault. I've, I've, Jesus, I've, I've probably like, – I mean, it's why I wore a mouth. It's one of the main reasons I wore a mouthpiece is because they could never understand what the fuck I was saying under my breath. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, – God, what was I about to say? God dang it. Well, when I would wear a mask, I would definitely be cursing out <laughs> and be like, thank God I'm wearing this mask and you can't really hear or see what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, I forgot what I was going to freak where I was going with all I, of this. I, but... I, while you think about that, I realized that I was on a tangent. Um, so the home field advantage, what I've been reading about online is actually um subconscious so if you feel like someone's making a home call yeah maybe they might be but it's definitely not on purpose usually Mm -hmm. they're they're definitely trying to be as neutral as possible and that's what they are when they're hired they like agree to that and it's something that they should not and are not doing at least on purpose Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And so uh, where I was, I remember um, the whole like maturity thing is like being an athlete. Like you can't like, don't let it come down to them making the decision. Like right. you have so many opportunities in the game to do essentially what you want to do. And like, yes, there will be bad calls, but at the same time, like, what are you doing, you know, to get past that? What are you doing to, you know, have a quick memory? Because a lot of people, they let that, they let it affect their game, like the entire game. And it's just like, okay, like, let's grow up. Let's get over it. Let's move on because the game is still being played. The game is still going on and we've, we've got to move past this at some point. Yeah. The majority of games that I've had, I would say that like the umpires were not like in my, in my mind, they were not good. Like I'm always like not happy with things because there's always going to be a a call that you're like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. Every, like almost every game, I think I've maybe had like one or two games where I'm like, you know what? I felt like the, the calling of this game was pretty good you know yeah and maybe I might feel that way because maybe it was slightly biased towards me or something you never know um yeah because um umpires remember me as a pitcher and that is a thing and I've had an umpire apologize to me before like no shit he he came up to me after a game was like sorry for that call and I was like Hey, no worries. We're all human. <laughs> like, well, uh, I, I was, I was nicer than probably some people would be. <laughs> yeah. So the same thing happened. That's funny. The same thing happened to me when I was at JUCO, and I was like, I, I was like, I forget how many games I was in, and I haven't had a strikeout yet. And this guy called the worst strike three on me and like I was honestly kind of glad just to get the strikeout out of the way because like you know people were making a big deal about it and talking about it and you know it just kind of relieved some pressure but this guy came up to me after the game and he's like I am so sorry about that strike three call he's like I uh that was it wasn't a strike (laughs) and I I felt I mean looking back I was just like okay Riley like chill out but I was just like well can't do anything about it now it's in the book (laughs) Can't change it now. <laughs> I was definitely salty, but you know, I, it, it's a good thing. I like, I think we won that game, and I think that's why I was like happy. And I was like, I probably got like a hundred strikeouts to that game, too. So I was like, oh, yeah. But if I was in a different mood, then yeah, it might have well, been different. And what I've like learned with like getting older and you know, just being more mature and controlling, you know when things don't go right like I like even like in the pro like when I was playing pro like <laughs> the strike zone there is unbelievable like <laughs> like you, like if you pitched an AU you would be throwing like perfect games I think oh because these these strike calls were just unreal but <laughs> love that yeah and so when I what I do when I start to find like an inconsistent like umpire is you know if if I swing or if I foul ball off and say I have two strikes, so I'm like protecting. I like when I step out of the box, I'll ask them to be like, Hey, was, was that a strike? Would you have called that a strike? And so like just having like conversations like that, you know, yeah, it, it's, it gets into their head and then it gets, you know, it gives you some type of like 
reassurance. And that's not guaranteed that, you know, yeah. he's going to make the right call, but at least you're having a conversation about it. And yeah. like, um, and then like, once you start having a conversation, they start to remember you. And if there was a borderline pitch or something, sometimes umpires will say like, yeah, that was pretty close. Like, um, be careful of like letting that one go next time or something like that, you know? Yeah. So if, if, if you're able to have a calm conversation with the umpire, sometimes it can benefit you. Yeah. You know, that's a super good point and just made me remember in baseball and softball, you're, if you're a catcher, you're in the position where you talk mm-hmm. to the umpire. You are there having conversations with them because they're on your back and it's kind of weird if you don't talk to them. Uh, yeah. So if you're a catcher, you got to be a, a talkative person and be, be on good terms with this umpire. You can't just like go straight into why did you call that? You know, like maybe like, Oh, was that a little high? Like, so I can tell my pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And that's what um, my, my catcher at Tulsa was really, really good at that. You know, it it's good to have that good relationship with them and respecting them and, they're they're human they're the third part of the game in baseball and softball um for other sports i don't think there's that much of like a a specific position that's close to them but i i do see them like talking to them asking questions which is super good just like making sure you're communicating with them about like what that you can do to be better also because they're not gonna change the way they are for you Mm -hmm. yep exactly um so I wanted to move on to another point is um, I, when I was at Tulsa, my junior year, I would do my warmups from second base and I, I was doing my warmups and uh, the coach complained to the umpire that I was like not warming up in the circle. And so the umpire told me like, I had to warm up in the circle, like regular pitch. I can't do a walkthrough. And Coach Jay came out there, saved the day. <sighs> he pulled out the rule book. <laughs> and showed the umpire that there's no rule on where you can warm up. So umpires, it is important to like really know your, your rule book front and back. Because that is why we have coaches that know the rule book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they did. They did make that a rule for my senior year. <laughs> and <laughs> wow, yeah, breaking barriers over there. <laughs> but um, that's another. That's another good point. Like you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna complain or if you're gonna you know have a conversation with the umpire, make sure you know the fucking rules. Like yes. be fucking for real. Yeah, know the game. Have a good softball IQ. Like learn about it. Take time. And learn the rules because you're just going to end up looking like an idiot when you don't know the rules. And, you know, it doesn't go your way. And then you're going to throw a fit. So exactly. it's just like, know the game. Exactly. Know the fucking rules. No. So with that, we're going to go into a rant a little bit. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I... For all you listening. Yeah. All, all of you. I saw a video. I... I I was trying to find this video in my DMs with my brother and I couldn't find it, but I saw a video of an umpire making a bad call. And then this was a a softball game. It looked like it was like 14 under or like 16 under. It was like young girls. And 
they had a timeout. The coach went out to the circle. They had a little powwow. And then after their little meeting, um, they at the next pitch, the pitcher threw right at the umpire. The catcher stepped mm-hmm. out of the way. The catcher literally moved to the side and completely missed it on purpose to hit the umpire. Jesus Christ. That is fucking fucked up. That is. That, that is. is fu- whoever decided to do that, first of all, the coach, what the fuck? You do yeah, not like, deserve you to be a coach. Here? Yeah. What are you? Like, is it really that fucking serious? Seriously. <laughs> is it really that bad where you have to hit the umpire on purpose? Possibly send him to the hospital? That is not okay. That is his life. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, are you kidding? I do not get paid enough for this fucking shit. And I'd walk off. <laughs> yeah, second of all, that pitcher, be better. The catcher, yeah. be better. The whole no team, better. be better. Oh why God. did no one, out of that whole meeting, why did no one on that team say, hey, maybe this isn't a good idea? <laughs> like, again, it goes back to these, they're a human being, like, they're gonna make errors they're gonna make mistakes and like yeah are some of them dicks yeah that's just how it goes though like don't don't play softball play fucking chess or (laughs) something where there's you know it's individualized like golf or i don't know learn sportsmanship this is a very good opportunity to learn how to be respectful and if you don't like someone's play or someone's call talk to them don't just hit them physical (laughs) abuse who like when you're in fucking preschool you're told you know if someone makes you upset you don't hit them (laughs) are we in preschool yeah like jesus (laughs) yeah that i i've never like i feel like i've never like an umpire i've never even that's never even crossed my mind with an umpire like you know, would I be like, man, that was a real shit call. Like that really yeah. here, take I like take my fucking back because you just took it out of my hands. Yeah. That's like my type of thing. But I would never just be like, Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I'm fuck you. I'm just gonna hit you with my bat. Yeah. <laughs> I like um I've like seen situations where like I've accidentally hit the the umpire or like a foul ball has hit them, which happens a lot. Um I've even heard of uh, like a foul ball going around and hitting an umpire in the head and the spot where their mask doesn't cover and they had to be like helicoptered out which is like so terrible like this is yeah. it's a situation you feel so bad and anytime there's like a situation where your umpires hit my catcher or any catcher always like calls timeout and goes to the circle for a second and then the umpire kind of signals okay I'm good now you know like and then there's a couple situations where they need a little longer of a break, which happens. Mm-hmm. But if you're purposefully hitting them, that is, you're going to hell. Yeah. <laughs> that that's... is, that is just it. That is not it. Yeah. Like, be better. like turn your jersey in because we're done. Yeah. And then another rant I wanted to go on is um, an article that I was reading online talked about, quote, sideline screamers, unquote. <laughs> So basically if you're in the stands or if you're on the sidelines and you're a parent or you're any type of fan or anyone that's watching, it's okay to like, you can say whatever you want to anyone. Like you can, you can heckle if that's allowed. You can, you can do anything as long as it doesn't become like personal. 
But mm-hmm. if you're sitting on the sidelines screaming at the umpire, what does that say about you? That yeah. you're not even in the game. Like you're, <laughs> you're ruining it for your kids. Your kid is probably going to be benched because of you. Yeah. And your um, the umpire or the ref can kick you out because of yeah. that. Kick and you how, out. How embarrassing. Yeah. You're at a game. Yeah. Uh, like if you're if you're at a game my advice is to go grab a drink <laughs> relax go gossip with your friends <laughs> smoke a cig <laughs> spit some seeds out yeah <laughs> keep something like eat or drink something like constantly because <laughs> if you're yelling at the umpire it's just gonna be a bad situation and it's so bad and then it affects the game just and that's why a lot of there's not very many good umpires is because they don't want to be screamed at yeah yeah you can yeah i mean I don't know if I ever heard my parents yelling from the stands. I'm just like, good God, that's so embarrassing. Please stop. <laughs> like, I get it. And like, I'm like, yeah, it was a bad call. But like, can we just move on? And like, can you just sit down? Because everyone's staring at you. Yeah. Are your parents one of those? Uh, no, it's, you know, I think. I mean, we're obviously we're all competitive and we all want to win. So and like half the time, it really is not even like something that has to do with me. It could have just been like an out or safe call or, you know. Yeah. And like, I mean, they and they, they there's a fine line like where they will heckle like, you know, for fun. Yeah. Like it's not like threatening or anything like that. But right. You know, you can tell in their voice sometimes, and you're just like, okay, stop it. <laughs> I Okay, I'm going to talk about heckling here in a second, but first I just wanted to mention that my my dad uh, resists the urges to, you know, do any sideline screaming by drinking margaritas at games. So if you're wondering what's yeah. it up, it's tequila margaritas. It's not Gatorade. It's not Gatorade. It's not Gatorade. Anyway, um the uh heckling so and when i was at oregon um i have these two friends that would come to our home games and i remember we had a ucla series and they were sitting in the stands just heckling the crap out of the team it was hilarious like everyone was laughing even on the field was laughing and the umpire never said anything to them because they're not saying anything like rude like nothing <laughs> it wasn't it was not like bad like it was i mean it was for example um coach the coach for ucla was wearing like a really long coat Mm -hmm. and my friend alex was like what the heck is she wearing it's like 60 degrees out (laughs) 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 or like he would be yelling the third baseman's number because he wanted uh he wanted him to look at or wanted her to look at him like just like simple things like that just like trying to distract or like uh uh Tom Brady's niece, um, what's her name? Maya. Oh yeah, Maya. Maya. Uh, every time she was up to bat, he would yell, "Where's Uncle Tom? Where's Uncle Tom? Where? What'd you get for Christmas this year? Where's Uncle Tom and Aunt Giselle?" <laughs> <laughs> and so, 
um eventually one of the like managers for ucla came over and was like hey do you guys like mind toning it down they they were like no no (laughs) no (laughs) let's like not it's like it's heckling i mean like heckling it has a special place in my heart it's one of the favorite my one of my favorite things to do i think is well not (laughs) not as like a coach but like when i was a player or if i'm watching like my nephew's little baseball game (laughs) yeah I'm definitely giving somebody some type of shit, but <laughs> did did um did John ever have any like one liners to umpires whenever yeah. they uh, get a warning? Uh, so he was known for whenever <laughs> the um I think it was the rule book situation. Uh, someone's pen dropped. I it was I think it was the umpire. The umpire dropped a pen, and he goes, "You dropped something." <laughs> <laughs> That really got him. That struck a chord. <laughs> and so we always would be like, you dropped something. And he would just giggle a little bit. <laughs> Coach D, he had he had one. And like we would we would almost say it with him because we knew and we would anticipate him saying it. Especially it would be always when he would get a warning. He like the umpire would, you know, take their mask off, point at him. That's that's a warning. And then we would all mouth to each other, that's the best goal you made all day. <laughs> Because he said it every time. Like, I'm like, come on, Kenny, let's get a new one here. Did he really get get the warnings that often? Oh God, yeah. He wouldn't <laughs> he would shut call up you've down made all day. Yeah, that's the best call you've made all day. Uh I you know, I'm sure there are some one liners. I just I think of the the time when, <laughs> when the umpire dropped his pin and Coach Jay came out. Oh, and he popped his collar too. That's what made it amazing is he was like, John popped something. the collar? Yeah, he, he, like, he's, he dropped something and then popped his collar. <laughs> he's so swaggy. Good for him. I know. I can't wait for his podcast to come out. Oh, God, I know. I can't get over that day. Wow. That was great. It was a great one. Um, well, I think that's the show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we're going to have to end it here. But I just wanted to say that, like, Rybe is way cooler than Ewat. <laughs> Ewat, Ewat, Rybe, Ewat. I, I don't, I don't like that. I, my Instagram name used to be Ewat, and I was like, why do people keep calling me Ewat? Like that sounds like a, <laughs> like a bird or something, and or like a, like it's a, like it sounds like something off of Star Wars. Yeah, I think that's it's what like I was gonna say. Ewok. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Ewat. Like, no, I no. think it's cool. Rybe is way cooler. <laughs> Kenny G would always call me Rybe, and now it just kind of stuck, and everything's just yeah, call me Rybe. Rabe. I'm gonna have to have someone change my last name, so <laughs> well are there any lucky single men out there wanting to change Ewat to As long as you're not an umpire. <laughs> you gotta be consistent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, we're gonna fuck off now. Let's just All not right. the, the, this is the Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Rose Metal Foundation and Twitter at Rose Metal Org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and leave a review. It really helps us by spreading the word. 
Sign up for our newsletter to get weekly updates from us. Another way you can support us is by making a donation at rosemetalfoundation.org forward slash donate. We are a 501c3 nonprofit, so your donations are eligible to be tax deductible. So far, we have shared the stories of over 40 current and former athletes, and we have a mentorship program called Championship Mentoring.